G-Money. The other day, I think I forgot to tell you, or I think I did, that my Skype recorder was only recording one side of the conversation, so I couldn't use it at all. Yeah, you told me about that. Yeah, that was the one benefit of just having two of us. Okay, so as was hinted at, I mean, this this is the weird thing, is that we're now so far ahead that the episode that we recorded three days ago is coming out two days after Christmas. Dear Lord, so we're time traveling. So this episode, which we're only recording, you know, it's what, the 19th or something? This episode... Don't don't blow the secrets, Mark. God, we already talked about this. It's fine. And this one's coming out then, like, the 4th? We gotta save this for a behind-the-scenes episode. The 4th of January? So you have a long time to forget about this, but as was... I think we mentioned it on the recording that we recorded three days ago that will be released around Christmas. Did we talk about it on air? I don't even know. We, I haven't finished listening to the recording and it was at the end, so I don't know if we talked about I it. I haven't or not. even, oh, what do you mean finish? No, you're thinking about Wait, the wrong episode. I haven't even, am reco- I on the, I'm, am I episode late? Well, an episode early, I guess. You've been, if you've been listening to something, it's episode 22, which is coming out tomorrow. Okay. The episode we recorded three days ago <laughs> is coming out next week. I should probably finish. I it. haven't. I haven't even edited it yet. <laughs> okay. Or touched it for that matter. So yeah, yeah either that would case, explain why I haven't heard about it. Either case, we kept almost getting onto the topic of dating and stuff because you started asking me about <laughs> my public image. <laughs> Uh, okay. And so now we're actually gonna do it. We're gonna we've we've uh, cheated a little bit and purposely picked comics to talk about dating. Grant has one funny one to share and one <laughs> actual one to share. And then if we get past Grant's, then we can toss mine in, or we could just do all three at the beginning and then just go. Well, okay. Oh. How much how much conversation do you think yours is gonna spark? Well, mine is Should also we do- dating related, like on purpose. Like dating apps related or just dating just, related? Just dating related. So and mine's kind of funny too. So how about we do your funny one, we'll do mine, we'll do yours, and then we'll actually talk. Okay. I'm okay. Okay, so with we'll that. front load the comics and then just get going. Wow, we're we're really messing with the structure of this. Do you we think are, our one listener is gonna be able to keep up? I think they might. I think they can do it. Uh I think that we've earned it after we're almost at episode twenty five at this point. We are. We're pretty mature in this. We're yeah. kind of bosses. We're, we're good. So I think that we are allowed to play with the format at this point. Ooh, I feel all spicy tonight because of that. We're playing with the format. God. And, <laughs> uh, okay, one second. And then What, are you going to type down that time so you can delete it from the podcast? No, I'm just opening up all the comics that we need. Okay. So I can just have them. Okay, so Grant's funny comic... Is now it's real not going to be funny. Okay, so Grant's comic that he didn't actually want to talk about, but was somewhat related to what we're talking about, is Real Life Adventures by Gary Wise and Lance Aldrich. We have a man sitting at a table with a mug in front of him, a woman standing next to him holding a laptop, and the woman says, Who are all these women on the computer? And the guy says, beats me. I was just trying to order a Tyndall so I can read books. 
and the lady says, first of all, it's called a Kindle, and second, you typed in Tinder, and the man says, uh-oh, and the girl says, so am I to assume you are sneaky or stupid, and the man says, I pick stupid. I'm sorry. I'm glad that you like that. <laughs> I just like that he picked stupid because it makes me laugh. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, uh, well, <laughs> nothing to say about that one. Let's so you can read, okay, screw you can you. read mine. Well, that's what you said. You said you didn't want to talk about it. <laughs> it just included I know, the word but you Tinder. had like no reaction. It makes me feel bad. It makes me feel like it wasn't actually funny. <laughs> it it did not it did not tickle my funny bone as much as some of your other choices have. But that's okay. okay. I'm okay with that. So we're moving swiftly onto Mark's comic because mine was apparently not good enough. You have a second um, chance though, because you cheated. Er, and Mark's comic this week is titled Brevity by Dan Thompson. And it has two people sitting at a table in what appears to be a somewhat fancy restaurant. Um there's a woman with a glass of wine in front of her and a man with maybe a soda or something in front of him and a what appears to be a ventriloquist dummy on his lap. And the man says, Mom insists that I wait till the second date to bring out Mr. Giggler, but I'm feeling a connection tonight. As Mr. Giggler, the ventriloquist dummy on his lap, lap thinks the phrase forever alone and the woman just stares at him blankly. Okay. <laughs> this is just mean, Mark. What I always break out my ventriloquist dummy on the second date. <laughs> you just like you just kind of drop the fact that you built a 3D printer. That's like your second opening line. <laughs> okay, yeah. See, that's my fact for the question of what's something you wouldn't normally talk about on the first date. So I guess yeah. That fits. Uh. But also, I can totally see you someone who could have put, who could have lived an alternative life where you got into ventriloquism. I can see you doing that so much. There's not many things you say that kind of actually offend me. <laughs> Why does that offend you? Just slightly one of them. Why does that offend you? I feel like you're saying that, like... No, I think it just fits. I your, have like, creepy and weird hobbies. No, it doesn't have to be creepy and weird. Like, like I have you're, weird. You're hobbies. also like casually into magic, right? Yo, let's not go outing Grant and all his weird hobbies tonight on the <laughs> That's podcast. That's not weird Mark, either. Okay, I'm not even talking about the weird ones. I'm talking about totally normal ones. No, now you're making people think there's weirder ones than that. <laughs> let's stop. All I'm saying is, it just connected with me because I, you would never do something like this, even if you were into ventriloquism. Okay, <laughs> but <laughs> I think like your casual, your casual affair with magic is close enough. <laughs> casual affair. <laughs> that just sounds so scandalous. <laughs> oh, I have a way with words. Okay, oh <laughs> I'll stop making fun of you for now, and we'll move on to your comic, your real comic. Oh, we're gonna move on already? I I said we're gonna front load the comics and then just and then just cruise. 
god. So that we don't have, like, the whole point was that we didn't want to spend all of our time talking about the same thing last time. We wanted to prepare for it. And now we're prepared for it. We're prepared to go in deep. Okay? Are we? I am. Yes, we are. Uh, well, I better be. Do you have a question? Do you have? Do you have? Do you want me to continue to make fun of you? No. Or do you have a follow up about my ventriloquism comic, or do you want me to move on? You suck, Mark. Let's move on. Okay. So we have, of course, Pearls Before Swine, one of my favorites, by Stephen Pastis, and we have Goat running around a field, yelling out, "Date me! I'm lonely. Date me! I'm needy." And then. We go to a scene with Goat, Rat, and Pig in a uh, a restaurant, a bar, what have you. And Goat says, that is not what my Tinder profile screams. And Rat says, yes, it is. And Pig says, whoa, you are definitely a swipe lefter. <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> okay, Grant. <laughs> So, Mark, I chose this comic because you're definitely a swipe lefter. Um, mm-hmm. No, I'm kidding. Because everybody knows from my Tinder profile. We'll have a link yeah. in the show notes. Is that how that works? Could you link to someone's Tinder profile? I bet you can't. I don't think you can. You can, like, send a... You can send someone's Tinder profile to someone else, but I don't think you can link to it. Mm. Well, then everybody go find me on Patook. Oh, is that your? That's the that's the platonic friend app that I've used. Oh god, that's a horrible name for an app. Platook. Platook. Sounds like what I put in the toilet. Yeah, well. And the noise it makes. The namespace out there is only so large. Not everybody can uh, be so cool as to find something like Tinder or Bumble. Friendzer. I bet that app exists. It might. How do you spell it? Friend and then Czar. Oh, Z A R. Mm. Or Z E R, whichever one doesn't exist already. Uh, it does not appear to exist. I can click on the. Ooh, I can look at the Friendzar Empire on Twitter. I think uh, we just found our next business venture, Mark. You oh. code an app called Friendzar, and then yeah. I profit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I am not qualified to do such things, nor would I spend the time to do so. Ooh, did I but tell yeah, you? You're smart enough to do it. <laughs> I've been I've been cruising through books. I think I told you that when we recorded three days ago. But I finished another book since we were last recorded. Dear Lord, you it's are a good. bookworm. It's been good. I'm finally getting back into it. I'm going to hook you on the end of a hook and then fish with you. Let's not do that and say we did. <laughs> That was a bad joke. I'm sorry. Yes, it was. <laughs> you could have at least thrown in like an, an allegory to a library or something like that. No, I'm like dad joke level negative five right now. <laughs> there was a great dad joke that I saw on Reddit today. That was. Oh, do tell. I was, I was sitting in a hospital room as my wife was preparing to give birth. And the doctor asked me, have you uh, attended a birth before? And I said, yes, I have. Just once. The doctor says, well, what was the experience like? And I said, well, first it was very dark, and then all of a sudden it was very light. (laughs) (laughs) I'm upset I laughed at that. (laughs) Gotcha. 
<laughs> yes, you did. Okay, okay. Uh, where are we going with this comic, Grant? <laughs> You're the one who picked it. <laughs> are we are we talking about are we talking about how to make a good Tinder profile? Are we talking about your nervousness about being your potential as a swipe lefter? Or wh- where are we going? Um, we're talking about my frustration with making a good profile on okay. dating apps. So I think our listeners, if they've been listening consistently, should have the background that Mark is currently in a long-term relationship and Grant is currently not. Correct. And that's all the background you need for this conversation, question mark. (laughs) And so Grant, in moving to a new place, is trying to, like, make new friends because his nearest friend is, like, a hundred miles away from him currently. And so dating apps have become somewhat the terrible decision to try to make new friends just try to meet new people period like i'm open to dating people but it's not my primary purpose for being there if that makes sense Mm -hmm. and i don't know and so i've just been really struggling with how to make the most non-swipe lefter profile possible with being true to myself and being true like who I am and honest about who I am. Because honesty is a very big thing for me in like my relationships. Like like small R relationships. Which like small R relationship includes friendships and all. Like any type of relationship you have in your life. Not just like dating relationships. That's mm-hmm. big R relationships. And so I've just been struggling with how to both seem like an interesting person that will get people to be willing to interact with me while at the same time being honest about who I am and why I'm there, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. It's something that I've been struggling with a little bit because so far what I've found is that the most success I have is when I have the least genuine profile possible. <laughs> Always a fun discovery, right? <laughs> and it's just like, it's something that kind of frustrates me. And is it just like that I've been doing a bad job making a genuine profile? Or is it just like, that's how this show of Tinder is and other dating apps. I use Tinder as just like the default word for dating apps, even though, it's not necessarily just where I'm at. Yeah. So if you're in the Chicago area, <laughs> get swiping. You might swipe across me. Send an email to comicalstart at gmail.com or tweet us at comicalstart. <laughs> Yo, if you do either of those things and you're not a ridiculous drive away, I'll probably You be might just get a cabbage. Enough. Oh, I was going to say like maybe dinner and a cabbage. <laughs> Dinner and a cabbage. My man. Yeah. <laughs> what can I say? I know how to... I know how to treat a lady. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think this is something that I've been wanting to bring up, which is the oft-repeated rules one and two of Tinder, as uh, frequently quoted rules, on Reddit. So please tell me. 
Uh, rule number one is be attractive. Rule number two is don't be unattractive. I think I might have broken both of those <laughs> rules at just one point or another. Um, I don't know. It depends on your definition of attractive and unattractive. Oh, I know. Uh, I, yeah, what what gets me with dating apps and my pretty rudimentary understanding of them is that people or I guess just like if you just look at the statistics and how frequently men are going to swipe right mean you're a-okay in my book mm-hmm. Not how that work okay yep cool uh so men swipe right like probably I think I looked it up I looked it up right before this and on average, they swipe right two to three times more frequently than women do. Which just that means logical. that naturally there's an imbalance. Mm-hmm. And also, just like... Hmm. For that reason, women can be pickier. Incredibly picky. And, uh, you know... Like, for my, what I like about the kind of friend app that I've used, even though I can still see, like, I can see why people have a tough time on just dating apps, even in this, like, small microcosm where everybody can just be a bit more friendly. There's less on the line when it's just like, let's just try and make a friendship happen, sort of a thing. Uh, but even in those cases, you just have to be willing to sort of take a chance because there are very few bios that you can come across that immediately sound like, oh, this seems like a legitimately cool person. There's always going to mm-hmm. be something on there that's like, like you th- that if you're not in the right mindset, you could easily construe as just like, eh, that doesn't Your sound that great. basic AF. Yeah, whatever it is, whether it's being basic or just like a hint at a personality trait due to a small bit of phrasing that just rubs you the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Like There can be a lot of little things that just quickly come up and then you and then you just convince yourself that's ah, fine because there's always an there's always another one to, there's always another person to swipe mm-hmm. left or right for yep that's the tough part it's it's sort of built into i probably built into just the sort of information overload that we have in general these days oh yes you know or even just like i think you know it's hard to say because it's hard to say whether it'd be better or worse if Tinder operated in terms of on your screen, you are always given, say, four profiles at a time that you can sort of directly compare at that point. Right? Mm-hmm. I think it's much easier to just quickly blindly kind of go through when it's just a binary Mm -hmm. choice this or that each time but when you're given a more direct comparison then there's more to think about not so much that it's impossible to sort of rank but like it gives you something it's funny that you say that because at the moment tinder sort of does have that feature built in in so they've i think fairly recently at the recording of this podcast which might become out of date in a couple weeks when they make an update or something. But at the moment, they have this, like, well, first of all, one thing that every once in a while when you're swiping along, they'll, do you understand, do you know what the concept of a super like is? 
I think you told me, is it like, do you only have so many of them and it sort of instantly puts you on their radar? Is that sort of how it works? So if you choose not to pay for the app, which let's be real, homeboy ain't paying for this crap. <laughs> um, you get like one every 24 hours or something. Okay. Um, so one way that what you just talked about is kind of built into the app is that every once in a while, it's not super often, but they'll send you like a free super like, but what they do with it is they give you four profiles that you have to choose one of those profiles to super like if you want to use it or not. Mm. And so it's kind of like a use it on one of those four or you lose it. And so you have to choose pretty much, I don't know how everyone else uses it, but for me, it's like, I look at those four profiles, see which person seems the least terrible and then choose the one that seems the least terrible. That's a good spirit. <laughs> I'm sorry. But there's I so think... many like spam profiles in the area well, of the yeah. country that I'm in that I'm that's just fair. like, that's, that's fair. where but, I'm at. But even so, I bet you that let's say you have let's let's pretend in an alternative universe, Tinder manages to crack down on spammer spammer body accounts, right? What like all the girls asking me to Venmo them pictures for their feet? Yeah, things like that. Let's say they yeah. they actually manage to make it a legitimate sort of dating slash hookup app, and not mm-hmm. a like, you know, something for like softcore porn, or to get you to like their Instagram, or that you know, just just make it what it was originally. <laughs> even in, even in that case, I bet you that there's plenty of people of both genders who do treat it as a. Sort of, just sort of a lesser of two evils sort of a thing. Like they just sort of go through and like, meh, meh, I guess this isn't as meh. You know, because people, they have, I guess on this app, they see such a variety of people that in, they probably get it stuck in their head, at least some, that at some point they'll reach someone that just kind of wows them. Which never happens. Which wouldn't happen, but you see such a variety of people. One way or another, like, even if profiles can be typically the same pictures and stuff, there's a lot of variety that goes on there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And because of that, you just kind of, you probably just subconsciously extrapolate out from that and say, oh, there'll probably be someone that just kind of, just sort of works quite, just kind of feels like, oh, this looks really good, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, But then, of course, there's the other side, which is even if you happen to come across that person, what's the chances that they do the same for you? Uh, but mm-hmm. I guess you just kind of have to take that chance. I don't know. The whole, the whole thing just seems very weird to me. Yeah. I think one thing that I find really annoying about it is just the discrepancy between how people come off through technology versus how they seem in person. Mm-hmm. That's another frustration that I have with this whole dating app BS. Cause it's like, I have to both seem cool through technology and cool in person, yeah. which like, I'm not trying to like set some low bars here, but like, that's kind of hard. That's two different <laughs> mediums that you have to seem cool through. <laughs> and like, yeah. I've got one of them like down pat, like I seem awesome in person. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's definitely not the technology part. <laughs> okay, Mark, you can just. But no, this is the point though, is that we grew up in a time where. <laughs> this, is the, this is the weird thing. It's like things change so fast already. Yeah. Uh, but we grew All up in a time things. where you grew up with friends, and then we slowly got into things like, you know, AIM and then texting. 
and you just sort of learned how the people in your life dealt with that. Mm-hmm. Like your main form of contact was, or your main form of getting to know someone was always the actual seeing in them. Person. And yeah. then you just learn. Or talking like, on the telephone, the old timey. Yeah, yeah, whatever it is. But in either case, like when I started dating Aaron, it was like our, the way that we text has evolved, but it's always just the way that we text together. Like it, you, it develops its own way of doing things. And each person mm-hmm. in my life, I text somewhat differently. There's always elements of just the way that I am in those, but to someone on the outside, it may come off as either cold or over-enthusiastic or a bit too formal, whatever, because everybody has different sort of style guides for this sort of communication. And that's yep. the really hard part is that that's oh, yeah. the baseline when, and like I, you know, I think I told you that, uh, one of the people that I met on Patuk, like really frustrating to like t- talk to in that, in just like an online way, because the way that they, uh happened to text just kind of broke my brain like it just was so different than everybody else in my life except for greg but (laughs) greg's fault is just like he doesn't use he doesn't use spell checker or autocorrect and he needs to (laughs) uh but just you know listen to this podcast he probably doesn't uh but yeah so that's that's the that's definitely a hard thing is working through both stuff and i feel that have you used anything like Meetup yet? What's Meetup again? Is that I think you? Oh yeah, I remember. No, I haven't. Okay. I've, I because it's been getting towards the holidays. I've been mm-hmm. kind of putting those things off until next year. Fair enough. Um. Also, currently, kind of getting off topic a little bit, but my work has been incredibly busy as of late. <laughs> And so I get home and I just lay down on the couch for an hour and just cry to myself. And then I make dinner and then I go to bed. So that's, that's my wild nights. If you're wondering what, what your homeboy G money does on his wild nights. It's like the, as a young, as a young single eligible bachelor. That hit song from Bo Burnham's what, what did I do last night? I cried myself, myself to sleep. To sleep. <laughs> it was a oh. good one. <laughs> oh, God. Too true. The... Hashtag too true. <laughs> yeah, so the... Mark. Can't was... do it. It's too true. I was going to say, like, for the listener, I'm going to share the the Onion article that I sent to Grant today. I... <laughs> Out of the blue. <laughs> it made me laugh a lot, but I also kind of hate you because that was mean. <laughs> So I won't read the whole like news in brief. It's just like a kind of a long paragraph, but I won't read it. (laughs) The headline was man spends a long day at work waiting to go home and be lonely. (laughs) You're the worst because it's like kind of true and just enough true that it hurts. (laughs) But like, this is the thing. We're both in the same position. It's not like, like I was doing it. I was sending it just as much for my sake as for yours. Yeah, but you thought it was funny. I just well, thought you were trying to be mean. Of course I thought it was funny. No. <laughs> I wasn't trying to be mean. I was just, I was just, uh, I was reaching out to you, Grant. Aww. That <laughs> no, cute. I wasn't. I was also kind of making fun of both I hate of us. You. <laughs> we go from cute to I hate you, Mark. That's what our relationship has devolved into. It is. Uh, at least we're working on our communication skills, right? 
Yeah, we're getting better, I think. <laughs> Probably not. Meh. <laughs> uh, so how do we how do we solve Tinder, Grant? How do we solve Tinder for you, for the world? <laughs> I think I know what you need to do. What, make new friends? Big <laughs> Well, I mean maybe. Figure uh, it out. No, I'm not that mean. I'm a I'm a caring, empathetic person. You should wait until you pay you if you solve uh, that problem for me. You should wait until you're 25 and then just join eHarmony or Match.com. 25? Don't you got to be at least like 80 to join us? <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I have multiple cousins who successfully met on Match.com. Oh, God. Granted, I also know someone, a couple who's been dating for like four years who met on Tinder, so. I have one coworker who's been dating his girlfriend for like four years who met on Tinder. Yeah. Survivorship yeah. bias. <laughs> it's totally survivor's bias, though. It's a crapshoot, and it's never going to happen. I'm never going to meet interesting people on that crap. No, that's not true. I have met interesting people on there. Or on dating apps, period. But mm-hmm. just, like, the the path that it takes to actually meet interesting people on dating apps is just so miserable it makes me not want to do it, but they do such a good job of manipulating your emotions that mm-hmm. it keeps you coming back. Well, that's what I was going to say. That's the hard part. It's not even necessarily emotional manipulation, even though that's obviously part of it. It's even just the, the uh, there's a chance that lingers at your head like, ooh, there's so little effort involved in Tinder on the surface. I just swipe back and forth. And maybe eventually someone will match with me, and then it's all great. But as yeah. you know, like it's not like it. It takes a lot out of you. Like there's a there's a a front of how easy it is, and then everything mm-hmm. after that, for most people, is not great until you get pretty lucky. Yeah, honestly, I think I think the psychology that makes Tinder successful is the same psychology of why gambling is successful. Oh, well, for sure. Because it's like the intermittent rewards of like that come at varying times. And so you never know when you're going to win. But like every once in a while you like strike the lottery and it just keeps you coming back for more. I mean, this is something that you see in even lower stakes. Like it's amazing how much technology has lowered the stakes on the sort of endorphin rush that you get from random reinforcement. One yeah. of the easiest being notifications on your phone. Oh, absolutely. Like, that's one of the biggest things that, like, last su- like last summer was way, way harder than it's been for me since I've moved out here. And, uh, like, I was getting, like, I don't know, like, I wouldn't say addicted, but getting, like, just, like, a Snapchat notification on my phone was, like, a big deal sort of a thing. And so, Damn, I should have Snapchatted you more. Now I feel bad. No, it's no like that's, it, but it's not good for me to have that response. And so it took me about a month to realize, like, this isn't healthy at all for my brain to be like hanging on to a Snapchat as like, oh, contact from the outside, you know. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so from uh, the yeah, so like a month into the last summer, I turned off all notifications from Snapchat and haven't looked back. I just check it every once in a while and if there are snaps they're cool if there aren't fine mm-hmm. uh and like and that's been good for me like i i've turned off notifications not because i don't necessarily need them but because i don't want to have to need them mm-hmm. and so that's like the 
and so things something like tinder where it's like an actual person who's a stranger who's said that they're interested in me because i'm attractive like that's a that's or a witty attractive or witty well witty like this is the thing attractive is a very broad term okay, if someone is yeah. attracted to your wit you're still being attractive mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. we all have our ways of attracting people and mine is certainly not looks yeah Thanks. No, I'm, just kidding, Mark. <laughs> I'm just trying to knock you down a peg because <laughs> I'm wearing a pretty neat shirt today. I'm surprised I didn't get more comments on it. It's for the uh Yeah, I texted all your coworkers, told them to knock you down a peg and not comment on your neat shirt. It's it's the unite it's from the United States Mathematical Talent Search, which I wrote problems you for last neat? summer as an intern. Oh god. So I got a t shirt for it. Actually, but at your work that's probably neat. It probably is, yeah. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people get them, but, you know. <laughs> but you're special. Well, I mean, not really. It's run by our company. We write all the problems for it. <laughs> okay, that's less neat now. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, they're hard problems. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's your opinion. It is. It is, and I will stick to it. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, but I don't know. Where were we? I don't know. We were talking being about witty, being dating apps and yeah. Okay. Wait, witty and being attractive. That segues kind of into something that I wanted to talk about a little bit with dating apps. Okay. And so in general with my dating profiles, this is probably a flaw with them, um, is that I generally have a, a set of pictures that like I've kind of come to the conclusion of these are the pictures I want on these sorts of platforms. And so those don't change very often, mainly because I don't have many people that take pictures of me around here. So it's not like I get new pictures that I'm like, oh, that needs to go on like Tinder or Bumble or whatever. Um, and so I have kind of a set, I don't know, like collection of pictures Port- that go portfolio. on. Portfolio. A portfolio. Oh, you are good with words, Mark. I like that. I have a set portfolio of pictures that I use to showcase my wonderful looks and personality traits that I have. Um, and so one of the, the few things in my profiles that changes with, I don't, I don't want to say relative frequency, but like a decent amount of frequency, like maybe once or twice a month, um, is the bio I have on these profiles. And so the struggle that I've come to Specifically with my challenge with like being genuine versus being witty and funny is what to put in my bio because I've found that my, my profiles on these apps seem to generate more matches in a way that's correlated with in the opposite direction with how genuine my profile is. I feel like if my bio is something that's much more witty and much less genuine, I generate more matches than I do with something that is more genuine and arguably less funny and witty. Hmm. My my question is, is, is being witty when it's something that you've come up with and something that you actually, like if it's a piece of wit that you identify with, is that is that disingenuous? I don't think it is. But it's something that tells 
absolutely nothing about who I am and like what I'm about. Hmm. I, I, like, hmm. okay. Can I just give an example of something that I found to be somewhat witty? Maybe it's not. Maybe it's just generic and lame. Sure. But around Thanksgiving time, it seemed like there were a lot of people just judging from the apps and like reading people's bios that there were a lot of people in the age bracket of people who potentially would match with me in these apps that were in the area for Thanksgiving. And so I changed my bio from something that I found to be very genuine and like talking about who I am and what I'm interested in and what I'm there for to the phrasing of actually, wait, give me a sec. I I think you, I don't remember if you said this on the air or off the air, but I do remember it. I don't think I said it on the air, which is why I'm going to say it Okay. to you. I said in my bio, I had anyone home for Thanksgiving in need of a cute guy with good manners who can pretend to be your boyfriend so your family will stop asking when you're going to meet a nice guy. <laughs> like that's, <laughs> it's not who I am and not what I'm there for, but I got more matches in that short period of time than I have ever got on these apps. Yeah. Like, but I was this, like, this is, I was like a dog standing at like a street corner. Like, I don't know what to do <laughs> if I'm going to catch these cars, if I'm going to catch a car, but like, I'm just going to like bark at him still. I don't know. That sounded like weird thing to say, but <laughs> I don't know. Like the thing is that, I understand what you mean when you say genuine, which is sort of a direct transfer of information of like how you view yourself. Yes. And I get that, but it's one of those things where, I don't know, like you you have to play it one of two ways. Either you have to say, I'm only interested with the people who can appreciate a genuine profile in the way that I view it. Or you can say, I want to play the numbers game, and and a, jo- and a joke like that that you wrote in your bio isn't disingenuous. Like, it doesn't, it would be different if someone like, I don't know, I'm trying to come up with a bad example, I don't know, picture someone that you hate and imagine that they had that bio, and it wasn't true, right? I'm not going to name any names, because I'm too nice of a person. Uh, but oh, I know who I'm thinking of. I honestly, like, that's, I would have said just a random name, but I honestly couldn't come up with anybody. Uh, but just, you just, listener, picture someone that you think that bio doesn't apply to, but they put it down. They either don't have good manners or they're not a nice person. That's disingenuous, but you both have good manners and are a nice person. You know, like, it it doesn't, it doesn't say directly much about you, but but it's subjective. I know that it is, but like, for from my perspective, it actually like the reason that I laugh at it is not because it's not like I I only laugh at it because to me it feels pretty accurate and true to who you are in the same way as if you just said like here's my snap look for me on Wednesdays you know like yeah that's also not super important informative but like it actually says it says something kind of funny about you without being super direct. You just reminded me we're recording a podcast on Wednesday today. Oh, we finally are, aren't we? It's been it's been a long time. <laughs> and I got to advertise our podcast on my Snapchat Send it. story. Send it. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to say, but I'm going to advertise it. You can Good. bet your britches I will. 
Good. It's a little late. I wish it wasn't 10 o'clock your time, but... Yo, people check my story, bro. Like, they'll check okay. it tomorrow. I suppose it is 24 hours, isn't it? Isn't I got it people I got people with alarms on their phones so they make sure to peep my story on Wednesday. Because <laughs> it's Water Wednesday, and G-Money don't mess around on no Water Wednesday. Very true. That crap be lit. <laughs> All right, Grant. <laughs> That's been my person. There, Thanks for my, devolving into street talk. <laughs> that's been who I am on my story this week, I feel like. It has been. <laughs> I've noticed. <laughs> I don't know. I've been happy with my story this week. What do you think of it? It's been pretty good. I, I mean, I always enjoy it. There are a few people that uh, I never, I almost never Snapchat them directly, but I enjoy their stories. Yeah. And then there are a few people who I wouldn't mind Snapchatting directly, but I hate their stories. That's the issue with Snapchat. I've had to actually just hide a few people because they were so frustrating. Mm-hmm. But yours are always just just a beacon shining. Aww, that's so sweet. <clears throat> and because I but you, but you do it right because you do it rarely. Of, yeah, one exactly. day a week of stupidity. Yeah, exactly. So, so it doesn't it get overwhelming. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't have that. I don't have that skill with Snapchat. I'm not a very good snapchat person hmm i'm sorry you're talking about snapchat made me check people's stories and someone had really good looking christmas cookies in theirs Hmm. also fun fact that person was a someone that i met on a dating app hmm well i'll be and you got a snapchat out of it yeah i did you got you got a hunger for christmas cookies from it yeah that was weird phrasing. I don't know. It was normal phrasing, but it felt weird because of the topic of conversation. <laughs> but brings me to actually, we're not done yet, so we're gonna segue back into the topic of dating apps and stuff. And yeah, whatever you want, it's something that we talked about a, a couple minutes ago on this podcast. Um, <laughs> a couple minutes ago, <laughs> nice. <laughs> is like. The fact of the difference between who people are in person versus who they are online. And so one example of that is this woman who I just checked her Snapchat story. And like when we had matched on a dating app and had been like messaging back and forth, I was like, okay, low key, like this person had a decent profile, but they seem kind of lame. But also, like, I'm trying to, like, put myself out there and do things, get myself out of my comfort zone and do things I wouldn't normally do. And so, like, I messaged this person kind of very honestly about my intentions and that, like, I'm just trying to, like, meet new people because I'm new to the area and stuff. And they were totally down to, like, get dinner one night. And so we hung out and got dinner one night and had a great time. And, like, they were super awesome in person and like super interesting and super fun to talk to. And I was like, where were you on the internet? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't say that to them, but like, that's kind of how I felt. And so it's that experience. It was actually one of my, the first, one of the first people that I had ever like met through a dating app that I actually met up with in real life. And it really shaped kind of the way that I, the value that I put in the actual messages I have back and forth with people. Because honestly, I don't really value them very much. Like, 
my purpose is to seem interesting enough to get them to be willing to meet with me because I figured out that like in general people tend to seem way more interesting in person than they do when you're just like messaging back and forth with them and so I try really hard not to be like put off by someone just like not being a boss at messaging Mm -hmm. because let's be honest if that's how people like if people are put off by people who are not a boss at messaging they're probably gonna be put off by me because you know texting back and forth with me it can be a struggle sometimes right mark Mm -hmm. and so just like i don't know Trying to be less judgmental of people is something that I think my advent- my current adventure with these sorts of apps has taught me. Sure. Because, like, super awesome people can just come off poorly over one medium or another. Yeah. And super yeah. lame people can come off super cool over one medium or another. Mm-hmm. Another lesson I've learned. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, especially with just the... You know, the benefit of being in person. There's a lot to be said about immediate uh, feedback and body language, if nothing else. Mm-hmm. You know, it has a much a much greater effect on whether someone is at ease with a situation or on edge or, you know, like it colors a lot of what's going on compared to just like attempting to talk not immediately with like you're not going to say all that much because it's annoying to type stuff out on your phone. Nobody likes to sense to type a whole lot on their phone. Uh so yeah, there's just a lot of friction in those cases and that's difficult to get over. Mhm. Well, any any closing thoughts? Are you going to finally delete Tinder? No. <laughs> I thought there was hope. I'm going to continue to <laughs> I'm going to continue to loathe it, but I'm probably not going to delete it because uh, I'm still on the fence about this a little bit. But, like, at the moment, I feel like the positive interactions that I've had through dating apps, like dating apps, period, not necessarily Tinder, but they've slightly outweighed the highly negative interactions that I've had with people mm-hmm. or just, like, the frustrating parts of it. Um, and that, that's something that's definitely like subject to change in the coming months is like, maybe I get, make real friends. And so like that bar becomes higher on like, what is a positive interaction? But, but at this moment, like I found it to be a kind of fun and yet incredibly frustrating way to meet new people. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's my final thought on this subject. All right. G-Money out. We'll never talk about it again. That's not going to happen. We know it. Mm-hmm.